since I bought the photo booth in September, finally got it in October. We've been booked every single weekend. Oh, you don't need a million dollars. I'm not even spending 500 a month. Running ads without a price in it, it's a waste of time because people assume they can't afford something. Are you working a nine to five but need an extra thousand or two coming in monthly consistently? Oh, you don't have any business experience? Don't worry. Our guest today shared it all from why you need to look into this particular industry for your next side gig, how literally anyone can do it, and you understand why shortly. She's your regular Jane next door that happened to stumble upon a sweet lucrative side hustle by just doing one thing, researching on TikTok. Yes, I know, right? So I hope you enjoy my conversation with my dear friend, Priye Anora. Can you tell me why you started your side hustle? You have a good paying job right now. Why did you start your side hustle? Sure. I I started my side hustle um, after a period of unemployment. I was working uh, for a company and they had a mass layoff. They just shut off my computer one day and uh, sent a severance check the following day. And they did this for thousands of people wow. all on one day. And so this happened back in March of 2022. And I was interviewing and interviewing and I didn't land another job until August 15th, 2022. That's when I started my next job. Um, so it was so, March and then it was until August. And yep. you were actively interviewing. I was actively interviewing, sometimes multiple interviews a day. Um, I, I did so many screenings. Sometimes I would make it to the final stage. After four interviews, you get a sorry, and then you start again. So um, I landed this new job. I started August 15th. As soon as I got my first paycheck on September 1st, I, I decided that I needed to have some sort of plan um, in case I ever got laid off again because I'm still working for a tech company. Nothing has changed and tech is quite unstable. So I knew this time I needed to have a backup plan. Last time was okay. Um, but as we get older, we get more responsibilities. Um, just want to have that safety net. You got the, your, your next job. You said I needed to have a safety net and your first paycheck. What did you do to your first paycheck? My first paycheck, um, well, before I even got that first paycheck, I was already planning it, like how most people do with their job, yeah. with their pay. Um, so uh, this time, uh, instead of trying to plan like bills or something fun to buy, I decided that I needed to start a business so that I could have a second stream of income in case anything happened. And so I looked around, did a little bit of market analysis with my eyes and ears, and I decided that I wanted to start a photo booth business. And so I got that first paycheck and I bought a photo booth 
And that's when my business started. Why a photo book business? You did a lot of market analysis. You had a lot of free, well, I wouldn't say free time because looking for a job is like a full-time responsibility. So I bet you were. I wasn't even thinking of the side gig when I was interviewing. It was after I started this current job, I was just like, feels like deja vu. Like I've done this process. You know, this is not my first, this is not my second, this is not my third job. Like, (laughs) let me, I've done this before. Let me try to add something different to supplement it just in case it wasn't like the money was uh, not enough. it was just the fact that of the experience you went through for those months you're like i need to like have a safety net yes the money is yep. now yeah. but it's not guaranteed you know so that was why you said that i was going to have a safety net when you were unemployed you weren't thinking about business you were focusing on getting a job but as soon as you got employed that was what the business you were thinking of Walk us through from, I got a job now, I'm secure, but this is deja vu. I don't want this to happen again. Walk us through going from that to deciding that it's going to be a photo booth. What was the thought process? What other business did you think about? Like, what was the thought process from that moment that, you know, I need a side hustle? Sure. I needed something with a minimal startup cost, nothing too grand. Um, a lot of people know me. I've always done like childcare, babysitting. Um, and if you were to ask me like my ideal side business, it would be to open a daycare. But that requires a lot of resources, money, infrastructure. It's just it's something big and it's obviously not something I can do on the side. Um, so I needed something small that I could do on weekends because I work a nine to five. I'm busy Monday through Friday, just something I can do Saturdays or Sundays to just get some extra cash. And, um, you know, I'm Nigerian. We're Nigerian. We're always attending events. Events are getting bigger. They're getting grander. Every time I go to just a baby shower or a wedding or whatever the occasion is, they always have some sort of photo booth, whether it's a 360 photo booth or the iPad photo booth. There's always something there to capture the moment and you can get something immediately on your phone or in your hand besides whatever the photographer is going to give to, you know, the host weeks or months later so yeah i i looked around and was like this is cool it's up and coming it's popping and um i i wasn't also looking for something sustainable that would last the test of time and you know be around for decades even if it's just something that's popular for a year or two i don't mind and i can use that money and move on to the next thing so i thought photo booth was great and um, I realized everybody had. I also went on Facebook Marketplace and went on Yelp and just Google to see the popular photo booths in the Houston area. And so the 360 photo booth was really, really popular by this time. This was like September 2022. Everybody had it. There are a million posts. Um, so and the iPad booth was popular too. So I decided to uh, get the mirror photo booth, which wasn't popular. At the time that I purchased my mirror photo booth, there was only one of that type on online. Um, and it was an older version. So I just made sure to buy the newer version and 
I and and that's where it started. It seems like you have a lot of like you're very savvy with business. I and maybe we need to even step back because you're saying a lot of things like, oh, you looked around you, you saw that a lot of parties you go to, you see three sixty boots and everything. And then when you did your research, you realized that the three sixty boot is too popular. You hear something not so popular, but also popular because you said you don't mind going on the trend that's just going to last for one year. But again, you don't want it to be too popular. And that was why you said it with, yeah. the, with the mirror. It looks like you have this like intrinsic, oh, big, big, big grandma. And that grandma, you look like you have this <laughs> innate knowledge that this is what you need to do. It just looks like it, it came natural for you. Would you, would you agree? I, I don't know. I don't, consider myself like a business or I never considered myself a business person or business minded but I guess when you're determined enough you (laughs) also when you're investing money I I don't like to spend money if I don't have to so I had to make sure that um, this was it was going to work and you know I have a husband I have a kid you know I've just been unemployed for months <laughs> and we be, went from a uh, double income household to a single income household and I needed to not convince but like I mean I I needed to let's say convince my husband that this money that we are putting into this photo booth is not a waste exactly. and so yeah, I had a feeling that if I did the 360 photo booth, I would get lost in the sauce and people have so many options, I wouldn't be picked. But, you know, I don't have to be for everybody. I just have to be for somebody because I can really only be at one booking at a time. And how many weekends are there in a year? So I'm like, uh, the mirror photo booth, I know some people like that. And I, I will be one of the two people listed on there and so that's how it started you attribute your drive for two things you attribute your drive to you were hungry because you're like i need to like make this work right and like when you're hungry enough you get an answer and two the fact that you just came out from unemployment money is not just laying around there so you had to like convince your husband that yes we're spending a lot of money up front but this is so you had to do a lot of research to present it to him as a business partner yeah so have you done any business prior to this no not a single business first business first 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 this is first one Wow. How did you go from not being a regular nine to five person to a business person? Because this is a big jump. If you were, if you're the, most entrepreneurs are like, oh, when I was young, when I was in school, I was selling sweets. I was selling candy. You, nope. you don't have any of that story. <laughs> no, no, I've always done something on payroll. Some always had a boss. So this life is just kicked the first you. business I've ever done. Yep. Life made you, <laughs> life kicked you into entrepreneurship pretty much. Do you see yourself as an entrepreneur now? Like right now, are you gearing towards replacing your nine to five job? Are you gear? Are you or are you just like I just like the way it is. I just want my extra income and I'm fine. Right now, I'm fine, but I do hope in the future. I don't know how near in the future, but I would just you know stop the nine to five and be a business owner. Of course, that 
probably not going to be possible with the photo booth. I don't think so. It's not enough to replace a full salary. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the entrepreneurship. I like being control, being in control. I like being my own boss. It has taught me a whole lot. And um, yeah, it's been quite a journey from like the marketing to, you know, trying to do revenue and costs and just making sure you're making a profit after all your unnecessary expenses, whether expected or unexpected. So, yeah, I, I like it. So you it. tasted entrepreneurship and then you like it. Yeah, but, you know, just like corporate America, being a business owner doesn't always guarantee a steady or reliable stream of income. And I am a sucker for like reliability, something safe, secure, steady, you know, and so... I think I would just really, for me, I guess, for the longest, you know, as long as my kids are maybe in college, or on, until they're in college, maybe I might do the two forever and always find something on the side because you never Why know. Why do you say that? Are you not getting constant stream of income with the business? I am. I am getting a custom, a constant stream of income. But, you know, some months I could be booked Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and even on a Thursday, a random Thursday wedding. And that is great. And that could be the entire month. And then some months I'm only just doing, you know, a Friday and a Saturday or, you know, some months it's like 20 bookings in a month. Another, it's just eight. And so it's not something I, I'm also a budgeter and I have an Excel spreadsheet for my household budget. And I like having like guaranteed figures that I could put into my budget and, you know, I don't like, uh, it could be this much or it also uh, could be this much. Yeah. You don't like that fluctuation. So. Like some months are high and some months are low. Mm -hmm. So even though there's income coming in all the time, it's just the, um, the unevenness of the income is what you don't like. Yeah. That's more of a personality trait. You think that's the problem? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said, I just like, you know, dependability and consistency. And so it's a personality trait, but since I started the business or um, since I bought the photo booth in September, finally got it in October, um, we've been booked um, every single weekend. So it's, it's been consistent you know <laughs> yeah i just feel like you were killing it in the industry you're doing great because you just came from nowhere like i'm starting a photo book business and you were everywhere you were I, I i can see that you you're so booked that you're actually even burned out sometimes and you've complained to me personally about burned out you are as a business-minded yeah. person that i am because i've always been business oriented i just see a lot of potential i just see how this is working. I like if I was in your shoes, I would have jumped sheep. Like I would have like bought the third, the fourth, hired my next person. Like I would have gone all in because I've already tested the proof of the proof of concept has been tested, right? And yes, I like that at the back of your mind, you still have that this is a trend. I know it's a trend. But to me, I feel like that's also actually an advantage too, because you're like, I know it's a trend. So I'm gonna work towards a second plan and a second plan. And it's, mm -hmm. I, I think, and this is just my personal opinion. I think that employment is some false, a false sense of security. I think the actual secure thing right now is just side hustle that has been 
working for one year and you have a lot of control and we're going to get into like the details of how you get your customers because i i know you had like some very clever ways to get your customers but i i will disagree with you the most the most constant thing right now in both of your income is the photo booth it might be small but it's small because you're busy monday to friday with the other job imagine if you put all your all your um, attention and your time in there and all your money in there. It could be big. It could replace your income. Person, that's what I personally think. But then again, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur junkie, so don't listen. Don't <laughs> listen. Don't listen to me. Don't go quit your job today. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just my bias. But yeah, so like, tell me how, how once you started the, um, once you knew that I was going to do photo boot because you went through the process and everything, what was your plan for how to get your customers? Yeah, so um, prior events that I've thrown, whether bridal showers for friends or even my son's birthday party, I always get my vendors from Facebook Marketplace. Um, and so I knew I was going to post there. Um, and then also on Yelp and other places, have an Instagram page, a TikTok and things like that. Um, so my first gig was um well actually i don't know if i'll call it a gig but um the first time i ever brought out my photo booth was uh, my best friend's wedding and so her wedding was october 22nd and i had the photo booth there as a gift and also so i could get pictures content so that i could post online on my social media and also on the uh, listings on facebook marketplace um, but that was my original plan. I kind of got impatient before I even got the photo booth. I went ahead and created a general ad with the stock picture wow. from the website I bought it from. I posted it on Facebook marketplace and before my friend's wedding, I already had a booking for a Halloween party on October 31st. Um, wow. so yeah, someone just booked without have it seeing an actual picture of it um of course i had introductory rates so still cheaper than the rest but still someone trusted me to book with like maybe a few pictures on my instagram or no pictures you actually. got a sale before you actually even had the, the instruments uh, you're already a customer for stuff like this so you knew where to go to then you knew to post even before the your your item was shipped and got a sale before the item was shipped well actually it had shipped but i hadn't taken a picture of it because when you take pictures you kind of want to stage it at, at an actual event not like in your living room so it has been shipped to your house but you haven't like house. okay okay I, I've had no pictures, nowhere, just a picture of it in my living room, which isn't really what people want to see. So you're like, what can I do? That that didn't stop you. That didn't, you didn't procrastinate and go, oh, when I get to my my best friend's wedding, when I post it, then I'll add you. Like, no, I need to do it now. Something mm -hmm. was driving you. Something was. Uh, yeah. you are, you are, you know how some people have a superpower and they don't know they have a superpower because they never it never came out. You have this like inborn entrepreneurship esque in you, and you don't even know. It's possible. Yeah, <laughs> it could be. I'm a great entrepreneur. It could have been that I was desperate. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you posted on in, um, on Facebook, and then you got your first customer. And how did that go? It, it went well. Um, we 
it was a Halloween party. It was in their home. We set up. We did the gig, and we got paid. And um, ever since then, we were booked every single weekend. What did you learn so from that one? That one, um, we were we were cautious. We got there ahead of time, um, but of course, with some technology, something might turn out not set up right away or just little kinks there but with every time every time we do a gig we learn something new so we can do it faster um so now we can set up in like 20 25 minutes it's a full setup a backdrop a red carpet a photo booth a props table it's a whole shebang but before it would take maybe closer to an hour yeah, like 45 minutes or so to set up everything, wow. which wasn't too bad. But now now we're pros. We can do it in 20, 20 minutes and we're ready. You cut it in half, right? Yeah. How did, you, how, did you, how did you convince your husband to join you in this business? He's, he's actually really supportive. Um, and he also, he has a lot of faith in me um, in terms of like maybe household decisions and things like that are big decisions. So he knows that I wouldn't just propose something for fun. Um, and then he also knows that I do a lot of research on anything. I could be buying an item on Amazon for my kid and read through a thousand reviews on a thousand websites. Or, you know, I, I've always done tons of research, so this just wasn't a random idea. Also, I mean, it, it cost a few thousand dollars to set this up, and he knew how stressed I was looking for a job, so he knew I wouldn't propose that if I did not mm -hmm. believe in it. So, and, yeah, and he, he jumped, he jumped on board. Wow, that's nice. Yeah. He just took away his weekends, and he was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so, yeah, we got our first booking and then we kept getting them. And yeah, he was amazed. He was just like, I think it was like maybe a few months after he was just like, I never expected for us to be this booked. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Oh, so like, it was a shock for you too. Yeah, it was a shock for me too. Every every weekend that consistent, it was it was shocking. Why, yeah. why was it shocking for you? You did your research. You're the research queen. Why was this too shocking? I did. I mean, I did my research, but I mean, what are the odds really that you will be booked every weekend? So I knew that there would be interest and I would definitely get bookings and I would be booked most of the time to make a return on my investment. But I didn't know, like, you know, it would be every weekend. Okay, so yeah. what advertising did you do? I, um, Facebook Marketplace, as soon as I got the pictures from my friend's wedding, um, I used those pictures and revamped that initial photo, uh, that initial ad that had no pictures. Um, it's a, it and was an then ad. I I, I'm how does this work? I guess you're saying, is it, you know how you have like an old couch and you want to sell? Is it, is it like that? Yeah. So that's how I started initially. Facebook Marketplace, where you just kind of post the old, the stuff in your house. That's where you can also look for vendors for all sorts of things. And is, so is like I posted special, there. Sorry, I'm being specific. Is it like a special prompt for like vendors or is it the same ads or like oh i need to sell my couch is it the same way or there's a special yeah it well it has different categories and there's no specific category for what i'm offering um and right. what, but are, the, either what way, are the other categories like automobile uh, clothing books furniture okay. those were all the categories and they didn't have one for services okay. and so i would just put it under photography 
or our like camera equipment or something like that and I would just post under there I would pay to boost the ad you can pay to boost an ad so it shows up higher up when somebody is looking for something and then after a while Facebook was like you are a business you have services you know Facebook marketplace is for selling goods it's not for selling services and so they were like you need to market this on your Facebook business page and I was just like oh this is all I know um, <laughs> and so they started taking down my post if they if it hinted too much that this was a service item and not something for sale and so I learned how to do my Facebook business page and do um, is it meta meta business center um, opened a Meta Business Center account and then started marketing on there using um, my Facebook business page. And it's also linked to Instagram since it's all under Meta. And so that's when I started advertising, doing better ads. Did, did, did it um, get better or did it get worse? With captions. It got better. It got so much better. Really? Um, yeah. So once I switched over to the Meta Business Center, I got a whole lot more leads. Um, and Facebook Facebook ads is not something easy. How how did you do you do the Facebook ads yourself? Yeah, yeah, I do them myself. Oh my god, you need to teach me how it's not easy. If people spend millions of dollars on Facebook ads to get leads. I mean, my budget, my initial budget was three dollars per day. That's what I told Facebook. Run with it. Um, see what How you can you do for Facebook me. Um, just research and reading. Um, it wasn't too hard. You just kind of put your pictures, make your ads on Canva, make them pretty with the the text that you need, and you upload those pictures. They'll ask you what um, audience you're trying to market to, like what age group uh, is it, what gender, uh, what cities. And so, of course, I'm only marketing to Houston. My product isn't, you know, statewide or countrywide. And so once I pick all my specifications and set my budget, it'll start running the ads. And when I do get a lead and they finally like book, I would mark that lead in the Facebook, um, in Meta Ads, I would mark it as booked. So that Facebook kind of understands these are the people that are booking my business and then it'll learn how to redirect its ads. Wow. So the leads literally come from there, like someone messaging and say they want to book and then you, yeah, and then yeah. you go back and click booked. Wow. So that's, that's it. I mean, it's just people are scrolling on Facebook. You know how you're scrolling on Facebook and you'll see a random ad in the middle of somebody's post and on Instagram too. That's just how it shows up. It shows up as a random ad in a story on your feed, no matter what. And if you're looking, it also has keywords. So I'll put in keywords, photo booth, Kinsanera. So if you've ever Googled these items or if you have a party or a birthday coming up, it'll know to direct those ads to you. Wow, that's that's amazing. When I hear Facebook ads, my mind like shuts down. I'm like, I'm, I, I don't have the knowledge. I, I don't have the money because I hear all these gurus talking about how they spent one million on Facebook ads. They did this, they did that. I, I think about this big grandiose thing and you're just telling me that you just did all this, put in there and then you're getting your constant leads from there. That's amazing. Yeah. No, you don't need a million dollars. I'm not even spending 500 a month. Like it doesn't take a lot to 
to get leads from Facebook. That's the max you're spending, 500 a month. Yeah, the, that's the max, yeah. And then you're getting, like, your business is pretty much running from 500, 500 of marketing budgets, pretty much. Yeah, that's where I get all my leads, pretty much from Facebook and Instagram and some referrals from, oh, they saw me at, at, a, at a different event. They also want to book me. Wow. So, but 90% is from social media. Wow. Do you ever turn down people and say, I'm, we're booked? Do you, do you have a lot of the? Oh, yeah, all the time. Girl, you have that all the time and you don't have a second one <laughs> or a third one. I, I mean, <laughs> it, yeah, it's... <laughs> you need so much money on the table. I, I, I feel that way too, but I'm also, when we first got the photo booth, it had so many technical difficulties. It was so glitchy that I was just like, did I waste my money? Will it make it a year? Um, and so it was just so annoying and sometimes it would just turn off mid-event. I mean, you could turn it back on after and, you know, configure some things, but it was acting so glitchy for the first few months, not user error, just something crazy. And then now it works perfectly. We haven't had an issue, and if we do, we can fix it really quickly. Um, but in the beginning, I wasn't too sure, so... I was just like, let me just get my money back and <laughs> we try something, something, something that else. does not rely on a single piece of technology. Did you get your money yeah. back yet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so you got your money back. You're fine with the technology now. What is stopping you from getting a second, third one? I guess just it requires a lot of mental energy to conduct a business. Yeah. And so I've thought about it a lot, but I just don't know if I'm ready just yet to add on this extra, you know, thing. And then also training people as well. Um, I would have to go with this person. It, it would, I would have to get two other people, two people for every photo booth. Like that, that. And so I'd have to train those people and be with them at every event until they can handle almost any kind of issue that might pop up. And it took us months to be able to handle all of that. So I have to be ready to do that for other people as well so you're aware about the amount of work it takes and you're not willing to like do yeah that. but you you it's you're very meticulous in that nature like you're you're thoughtful you think before you act you're calculated so you know what you want and you say, i like that like it takes you have a lot of, you have a trait that not a lot of people have and i think you probably don't know maybe i'm, I'm you're hearing it for the first time thank you because <laughs> You're like, I know what I want, and you stand by it, and you're like, uh-uh. I'm not just going to jump at every opportunity, like, oh, more money, more money, more money. I'm going to think about it. It's like, there's the logistic, there's the um, execution part of it. Yeah, it's, I have all these leads, but I can't execute them because it takes a lot of work, and I'm I'm just not going to do that. But yeah, that, that Facebook idea is so good. What other, what other um, ways do you get customers? Um, Really, just Facebook and Instagram. I've started doing TikTok a bit mm -hmm. um and so tiktok is good sometimes you'll get some posts that are mm -hmm. uh quite popular a little viral and you can get a few leads from there but they're more you get leads from from tiktok yeah you can have a booking form on your page on tiktok they fill in their information i have a booking form on my instagram too so people go in if they see my ad they either message me straight from the ad because the ad will say send a message or message this person or message this company or they have a booking form on my page they fill out the basic 
info, date, time, how many hours they need the photo booth, and I respond to them with a quote. And so I have that same setup on TikTok as well. I run an ad, and then it also has a booking form that they can fill out. And you were, you were going to say something before I interrupted. You said it was expensive? Yeah, TikTok is more pricey. Um, and especially when I'm marketing to such like just Houston, I feel like um, Facebook and Instagram, they're doing better in targeting people in only Houston. A lot of the times on TikTok, I get other people in different states and cities reaching out, even though I've narrowed it down to just Houston. And they're begging me, can I travel to this place and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) which flights will carry your heavy heavy duty that's i'm like no (laughs) that's so funny wow that's that's amazing so you're so basically just ads you also mentioned yelp did you do ads on yelp yeah i did uh, ads on yelp as well um those are way more expensive than Facebook or TikTok. And I feel like it's easier to market to people that um, are just mindlessly scrolling Mm. on the internet. Um, Yelp people are looking for it. And so I just, it's just, I'm just not, I I did get leads there, but they're, they're so expensive and they just weren't as much as I was getting on Facebook and Instagram. So I just dropped it all together. If you turn off Facebook ads and Instagram ads, would your business keep, would you still be booked like you are right now? Do you think? Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) That's what's running my business. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What about the behind stuff of the business? So you got the, you did the right thing. You thought about the business, you got the equipment. And the first thing you did was proof of concept, put it online and see if you're going to get booked and you got booked and everything is going well in the actual part that that is important and that's getting customers and getting sales because you don't have a if you don't have a business if you don't have sales you have a hobby mm-hmm. right so apart from that how about the backhand stuff like the business part of it like the llc's the document the bookkeeping the other but did that also come natural for you or no um it wasn't too hard setting up the business wasn't too difficult so i set up the llc eventually not right away um and so once we got that we opened the bank account and uh use that for business transactions um for payment we do our payment and contracts through square um so everything is really done online with the customers i just draft the contract with them send them an invoice with it and they sign the contract they pay the invoice with their credit card and it goes straight into my bank account and so even the the contract yeah everything yeah everything square has it's you can do contracts through square and so it's just a steady template and you just put their name and they sign electronically and everything yeah in their email and so it makes it super easy i've been doing things so old-fashioned man i'm I I used to do PDF, but it was driving me crazy. Um, And so Square does take a cut. Um, I can't remember, but for me, it's worth it. Uh, So it's like they don't take a cut. They don't charge for the contracts. They only charge the card processing Mm -hmm. fee. So if you want, you can, and sometimes I do this as well, you can always just do the contract and invoice through Square, and then they can choose other payment option and just sell you the money. Mm. So you can avoid the processing fee for the card. It looks like you just like 
you just don't like a lot of stress. You just want everything to be smooth. Like every way, every time you're trying to look for a way to make this smoother and easy and you just <laughs> Yep. <laughs> There's I just and sometimes people will just message you at the most inconvenient time. You're at a booking, a five hour booking at a wedding, and somebody's like, Please send me the contract. I want to book now, please. And I'm like, Well, I'm not getting home till midnight, you know. Uh, and so sometimes with the customers, they didn't like that. And by the time you got home to send them the contract, they they ghost you. And so I needed something that could Square has an app. Wherever I am, I can do it on my phone. I've been in a lot of random places. I can just do the contract and invoice on my phone in five minutes. They get it. And at this point, it's in their hands. Um, but I like to catch the customer when they're still very interested and they lose interest so quickly. If you just lose, you know, step away from them for 10 minutes, sometimes they've moved on. Yeah. So you're, you're right now pretty much almost 100% profit right now. I mean, ga- these Houston is big. So gas can, <laughs> gas can, <Yeah. laughs> gas can go quite quick you know and you know i go up to pasadena conroe all of those places yeah yeah we travel far we just charge a travel fee anything is possible with money so if you're willing to pay a fee which a lot of people are willing to pay a fee then we'll we'll travel wow are you are you attributing this success to i mean ads of course but you attributing this success to the fact that there's not a lot of mirror photo booths photo booths well actually now there are a lot of them on that I see on Facebook Marketplace, and there are a few of them that are offering cheaper rates than us. Um, so we're no longer, I guess, unique oh, or right. one oh, of a kind you here booked? in Houston. Why do you still get booked, if, even if that's the case? Sure. So once I found out that there was a company offering cheaper, um, a ch- cheaper rates, um, I I don't want to lower my rates. I can't do that. I'm not interested in that. So I decided to see how I could make my package better. And so I added on a keepsake photo album. And so uh, besides giving a copy of the pictures to the guests, we also print an extra copy and put it in a photo album. And the photo album also doubles as a, a guest book. So guests can sign next to their picture. And at the end of the event, we hand the keepsake photo album to the celebrant. And they have this physical memoir of all the people that took pictures at their photo booth. And so we upped our price a bit and then added it in like it was a freebie. But to a lot of customers, they really, really love the keepsake photo album because with photo booths, you always get that digital link of all your pictures. But, you know, as much as it's, we love digital stuff, like something physical is always nice and easy to look at. So uh, that's been, uh, I guess, driving a lot of our business now. How did you come up with that idea? Um, <laughs> I saw another company offering the photo album. And so I was trying to offer this as a separate item, like an add-on item. And I would say, okay, you know, this is the standard package. You can add this for this much. And, you know, customers, they like to do the bare minimum sometimes. This is already a luxury. And so they wouldn't add it on. But when I just increased the price and then added it 
said it was a freebie. It seems like an amazing deal to everybody. And, and he packaged it in a way that now you still got your extra money. You even got more people and it made you more unique. This company that you copied, they weren't in the photo mirror photo booth. They were something else, right? No, they were doing mirror photo booth as well. And what's quite interesting was when I first started back in 2022, like my first month in, the owner of that company actually messaged me and she was just like, you know, you're charging too low. Um, you need to up your rates. This is just, I'm just going to be honest with you. And <laughs> I guess I was ruining business for her. I was just, you know, I tried to keep it nice. I was just like, this is just an introductory rate. Don't worry. You know, we'll soon compete <laughs> like for real later. But for now, like I just wanted to recoup the money from my mm -hmm. photo booth. At least let me just know that it's not a waste. I've gotten my money back and then I can go, you Crazy. know, big time. Um, so I saw, I, after she messaged me, I did some snooping. I looked at her page. I looked at everything she was doing and I was just like, okay, you offer upgraded backdrops. Okay. I'm going to create a greenery wall and add that as an option. Oh, you do the photo album and you charge for it. Okay. I'm going to do that too. And <laughs> so she, she probably shouldn't have messaged me. <laughs> she messaged the wrong person. <laughs> she just shot herself in the foot. <laughs> How is she doing now? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, there's enough parties going on for everybody. Um, I really thought like when I got this photo booth, my main market would be weddings um, for whatever reason. Um, but actually, it's been quinceaneras. They're quite popular here in Houston. There are hundreds of them going on every single Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so I've been doing a quinceanera almost every week, if not every week. I think that's um, a good audience. I think so, that's, a, <clears throat> that's an audience that I would, I'm not surprised about because these are young kids. They like the fun, new, trendy thing. Mm -hmm. Weddings, I don't know. Why did you think weddings was going to do better? I was, I would think quinceanera is a perfect one. I mean, with weddings, people do like to do the photo booths. I've attended weddings that have photo booths. Um, but even at Quinceaneras, it's not just the teenagers that want that, uh, that use it. It's people of all ages. We have from five years old all the way till 70. The older people, they love it. And they love that physical print in their hand. <laughs> it's like treasure to them. Wow. <laughs> How many percent of people are of your new customers are coming from old referral and how many percent would you say is new customers? I would say 10% old referrals and 90% new. So most is coming from the ads that I'm running and then 10% they, they saw us at an event. And sometimes those people that even reach out after seeing us at an event, they're like, we saw you last week. We want to know if you're available next wow. week for our event. I'm no. like, oh. <laughs> What about your logo? How did you get your logo? There, I, before the photo booth even arrived, I Googled like how to create a logo or a logo generator. And um, I can't remember the name of the company, but you'll just 
type in the name, type in like what it's about, and it'll generate logos for you, like hundreds, and you just pick one. Wow. And I know like now with AI and things like that, there are like better and smarter ways to do it. But back in 2022, that's that's what I had. I think I paid a small fee, maybe $50, oh. and it gave me like a variety of logos, like the one that you can use on Facebook that fits the yeah. dimensions perfectly, the one that you can use on LinkedIn, the one with the transparent background that you can put on a shirt you know so things like that and so it just gave me a package of like my logo in a a bunch of different ways and that's what I've been using. That's funny I I did it the hard way I don't even know if it's the hard way but I didn't enjoy my experience I got my logo from uh, Fiverr. Okay yeah that's the normal way. but I didn't enjoy my experience. It was a lot of back and forth. The guy didn't understand what I wanted. They just look at those guys. Like, like I was talking to different people at the same time, even though it was one guy. I didn't enjoy my experience. I feel like your experience was way better. And it took a lot. Of, it took like a, a month to get my logo. A yeah. Yeah, I don't have, yeah, I wouldn't do that anymore. That's why I wouldn't recommend Fiverr. But that your way, I need to get the information from you so I can put it in the link here. Sure. What about like business cards? What did you do to business cards? Business cards, Canva. So I made business wow. cards. Yeah, they have a template. So you just replace it with, you replace the basic information with your information. And yeah, they'll even ship it out for you. You don't even have to look for where to print them. Wow. I thought you were going to say Vista or something. Canva. No, Canva was cheaper. (laughs) So whatever is cheaper. (laughs) Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. So Canva, Square. So we got the logo. We got the, how about shirts? Do you have like swags and all that? No, no, I don't have shirts yet. I've been thinking about it, but. So what do you guys wear for your, what do you wear when you're giving the service? You just wear your regular outfit? Um. Yeah, we wear regular clothes. We usually do, like, if it's a wedding, black shirt, black Mm. pants, black shoes, try to blend in. If it's a quinceanera, they're more laid back, and sometimes the guests wear jeans, too. So we'll just do, like, uh, a black shirt or a nice top with jeans. Do you mind sharing how much the the thing costs, the the upfront cost that you... Sure. Um, the full package, we got our photo booth from um, Alibaba. Okay. So we got our photo booth from Alibaba and um, full package was right about 5,000-ish, uh, maybe a little over 5,000. And so the full package comes with the mirror photo booth. Um, it's not like the iPad booth, um, you know, uh, with a standing iPad that you just use the iPad camera. It has to come with a, a professional camera, a mm-hmm. Canon. So it also came with the Canon camera as well. Um, it came with a big strobe light uh, and what other things? A printer. Um, the printer, the dye sublimation printer that's used for these, they're quite expensive, um, usually about 1000 for the cheaper ones. So it came with that as well. So everything was $5,000 for the full package. And it also included the software um, because you need and a software and license to run. And shipping, yeah, that included shipping as well. Um, that's a big cost. That's a big, yeah. big initial cost from someone that's never done business before, just come out of like unemployment hiatus. You must have. You, yeah, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a big cost. A big step it took right there. Not that, that could have just been five thousand down the drain. Yeah, it could have been five thousand down the drain. But I had a feeling one way or another, eventually we would have made that five thousand back. Um, so I don't know how quick, but I, I had a feeling we'll make it back. 
I feel like events are are popular. They're always happening. Houston is a party city, and if it's not, you know, Nigerians throwing an event, and they go all out too. Mexicans go out all all out as well. We're not the only vendor there. Um, I've yeah. also been at gigs where they have both us, the Mirror Photo Booth, as well as the 360, because you know you never know what the guests mm-hmm. want, so you you do both. Um, with a whole bunch of other vendors as well. Um, so, yeah, the event industry is popular. But sometimes if I just want to do something, you can search. Use Instagram as a search engine. Uh, believe it or not, TikTok is a search engine wow. too. You put in what you're looking for. A lot of content creators are posting tips on how they're doing certain things. And so if I wanted to do something and I wasn't too sure, I would just kind of search it. Like even... Before I started the photo booth business, I would go on TikTok and watch all the content of mirror photo booth from the people that had it at their event or the people that are doing the business. And I would do it for other things too. Right. What business or what business idea would you give someone that's in your shoes last year to do? What, what's the up and coming thing that you would advise? Would you still advise uh, mirror photo booths? I think in a big city like Houston, um, events are quite popular, especially ones with like a diverse, uh, you know, population. Um, so anything that's like being an event vendor, whether it's decor, starting up a decor company, those are quite popular. There's always somebody looking for, you know, decor and the better you do it, the more you'll get booked. Um, cakes, treats, whatever it is, but I think the event industry is quite popular and people are always willing to trying to please guests and also impress Mm. guests. So if your service can please guests and also impress guests at the same time, it's very likely that you'll be booked. Mm. Just pick one of those in the event industry and start marketing on Facebook and you're bound to get a lead for sure. And just start with some introductory prices, build your market, People like to book things that seem like businesses that also seem busy and booked, like you seem more desirable. Um, So the more I posted like all my events, uh, the more messages I would just get that I think people like that look of uh, you're booked and everybody else is using using you for a quinceanera. I have to use you as well. I've had somebody say this, (laughs) like, I'm (laughs) like, you seem to be doing a whole bunch of quinceaneras in Houston. Like she followed me for the longest, never booked me. And then she eventually booked like months later and she's just like, I've got to use you because you seem like the thing to do. And I was like, sure. <laughs> this is why I wanted to have conversations like this to like talk to like fellow business people, rub minds together, vents together, and then figure out something. Like now I've seen how you did your your logo. How is it? Like I won't do this stupid thing I did before. Now I'm gonna look into Facebook Marketplace because I've been doing mine organically, and maybe organically is not what I need to do. Maybe I need to start doing ads. You know? Yeah. I mean, I would say if you're doing Ads, ads work best when it seems like it's a special or a promo, (laughs) even if it's not a promo price, create a package, like even if it's just your introductory package, create a package, list what it includes, put the price in bold and put pictures with it. And then, you know, they're either contacting you for that promo or they're asking you, what else do you offer? Do you offer this? So running ads without a price in it it's a waste of time because people assume they can't afford something. 
just by looking at it sometimes. Wow. Yeah, they just make assumptions. Those people don't know that. We don't. Yeah. Well, I just run at a different pool price. Wow. So you put your price while you're, yeah. while you're running the ad. Yeah, it sucks. If you go to my Instagram, you'll see it. Like, I put the price oh. there. Sometimes I don't like to do it. You know, I, I just, but I it, it works best. It also prevents the annoying messages of people. Some It's not annoying, but sometimes people really don't, they either assume the cost and they don't reach out unless they feel like they afford it, or their budget is just extremely yeah. low. So They're like, what is this, $20 an hour? Yeah, so I get the people that have seen my ad and they can afford it. And at this point, they're just confirming additional details and confirming mainly availability. So I've saved myself all the crap of how much is it? How much is this? How did like, you find out that this is what works? Is it just from doing a lot of... That's what I like. I don't like people <laughs> that post something and like if you go on Facebook Marketplace for a service and it's like, it'll say $0 or $1 and then you have to reach out with the details. At least give me... a a range or an introductory price like if you get our minimum package which includes this it comes with this at this price and let me you know reach out if you need more or you need to adjust and so that's just kind of how yeah the people were driving you looked me into crazy. yourself and you see what do i like and they just used it in your business yep yeah that's how what do i like and how will it be easiest for me because even as i have the price in the ad people still ask me how much is it <laughs> But at least it's not as much as, you know, back in the days when I didn't have the price mm-hmm. in the ad. Girl, huh? I feel like I should just pay you money right now because you might be the reason why I get a lot of clients next month. Yeah, I would say, I say ads yeah. work, you know. I've booked makeup people off of, I saw an Instagram ad of a makeup artist in Houston. She started her business. She posted an ad and I, it, she showed up on my page and I booked her for a photo shoot with Fumi last year, the Christmas photo shoot. And that's how I found her. Or even a Nigerian caterer, she ran an ad. Um, I saw her ad. She just ran an ad with her price list of different dishes. Mm-hmm. I saw her ad. Instagram just knew to to throw. We had no mutual friends, nothing. I don't know her from anywhere. And I booked through Instagram. I picked up my food, and it was yummy. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, Nigerian caterers, everyone's trying the, the ad. So it works. And I, I, I use them so I'm, other I'm people do as ads, well. What? Girl, I think that ads, I didn't know ads worked. I just think that ads look like ingenuine, like, oh, like you're, you're being in my face. I thought the only way to grow was organically. I'm really sleeping on ads. Whenever I say that word sponsored, I just think that this is not genuine. I don't even know why I think like that. If somebody is looking for what you're offering, it doesn't come off oh. that way. But if, you know, you're just somebody minding your own business, you don't need this. It's just like, oh, what's this? What's this? You know, or if you're a friend and not a real friend or supporter, you're like, why is this girl always, you know, (laughs) posting her prices and posting all of this crap all over the place? But, you know, all of that doesn't matter. And those people don't bring money. But for the people that are genuinely interested, they're happy that they saw your ad. Yeah. What, What advice would you give someone in your shoe, what one thing would you give someone in your shoes? In not in your shoes a year ago, looking to start a side gig and just 
extra ink i just need that extra 500 extra 1k starting in the next 30 days what advice would you give them i would just say their business ideas all around you just have to look mm-hmm. um a lot of the times we have we look at our passion we feel like in order for us to start a side gig we need to have a passion or talent for something uh, to be quite honest, you know, I think I've told you this, like, privately, you know, I'm not too passionate about, you know, <laughs> a lot of things. And so um, I, yeah, and I really, I have talents, but I don't know if there's anything marketable um, that people would offer so or would purchase. So I decided to look around and see what's popping, what do people have interest in, and what do I also have interest in. And, you know, I saw the photo booths. I feel like a lot of people can do that. It's not always about what you're talented in. Sometimes just pick something that's up and coming or popular and see how you can make it different or unique or take it a step up and uh, go from there. So literally, don't put your advice, don't put too much emphasis on passion. Just find a way to look around and see what works and just do it pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's inspiring. I know you're passionate about interior design, and so that works yeah, for I'm you. But about, I'm like... about money, okay? <laughs> well, money first, and interior if, design. Yes, yes. If if photo booth is going to make me rich tomorrow, photo book it is. I'm doing photo booth, mm-hmm. girl. I, I'm the same way too. I'm passionate about money. And so I'm passionate about steady streams of income. Those are the things that, you know, <laughs> inspire me. <laughs> how do people find, how can people find, um, find more about your business or more about, if they want to reach out, because obviously you have a lot of knowledge. What if, how can we find more about you? Where should we go? Sure, sure. Um, you can reach out to me. Um, you can call my business line, text me, 832 224-6042. I'm always willing to offer people advice. A lot of people uh, see our photo booth at a gig and either ask me to my face or they text me mm-hmm. later um, because we give out business cards and things like that. And they just ask me, hey, where did I get my photo booth from? How did I get started? And I, I do let people know. I don't believe in gatekeeping. There's enough space for everybody. Obviously, I can't be in two places at one time with only one photo booth. So, well, thank you, thank you so much, Bri. I appreciate it. This was fun. I-